What's up guys, this is the Rock Bottom Foundation. Are you ready for some fucking solution? Do you need some hope in your goddamn life? Are you a piece of shit? <laughs> well, so are we. You goddamn right. Welcome <laughs> back. This is the Rock Bottom Foundation. No introduction ever needed. Personally, because we can't fucking do them. But for the short of it, I am Hannah Hitchcock. And I am Ethan Hitchcock. And today, um, we are going to talk about fear. Yeah. Good old fear. Such a... It's like one small little word, but damn if it doesn't carry a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to hate fear. I used to despise it. (laughs) I still do. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's fair. I do, too, sometimes. I can't can't act like I don't. Uh, I definitely embrace it a little bit more than I used to. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I know that, like, we're going through such uncertain crazy times right now everyone in the world is like our our world looks so much different than it used to look and you know with everything going on like there's probably a lot more fear involved Mm -hmm. in showing up um jesus christ so you said that you try to embrace it. Like, why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, fear for me is a very good thing. Um, and, you know, this kind of, there's there's multiple layers to that. A lot of it has to do with perspective. Um, also has to be able, you know, I have to be able to, to recognize fear. But, you know, and the... And the the very short end of the concept, fear is a good thing for me because fear is what's prevented me from living the life that I really want to live. Um, I know that through everything that I've done up until this point, everything that was, you know, everything I did in active addiction, um, I didn't do a lot of things because of fear. And once I was able to actually kind of recognize that that was sort of my go-to little land of homeostasis where I lived in a comfort bubble and didn't want to, like, get outside of that, um, I, I was able to kind of start embracing fear, or, or not really embracing it in the early part of sobriety, but I definitely was able to recognize it and you know, make plans to eradicate the fear from my life, little by little, and as I did, I was actually opening up, you know, new levels to what I was capable of doing, and, 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 you know, turning my life into something worth actually, you know, being proud of, Um, so, you know, talking about, like, why is fear a good thing, well, fear for me was holding me back from everything that I've been able to achieve in sobriety. Um, You know, recognizing it was a tool that I needed to have and perspective on fear was absolutely necessary to be able to turn it into a good thing. But now when I see fear pop up for me in everyday life, I just know that, you know, that's that's something I'm, I'm scared I may fail at or something I'm scared like... You know, maybe I'm not going to be good at it or maybe it's not going to work out how I want it to. But ultimately, on the other side of that is the opportunity for success and something that I've never really given a fair shot because I've been too scared to actually open up and and give it the chance. So, you know, I don't know. I'm fucking I'm a I'm a contortionist with the way that my mind works and the way that most people's minds work and trying to like mold it into being able to see negative things that most people wouldn't want to recognize and turn it into something that could be positive. Right. Which, you know, ultimately like that's what we have to do. We have to undergo the psyche change. 
Um, and that really just means that we believe all these things and whether they're true or not, they do not empower us. And so, you know, through exposure, um, you know, and practice and recognition and mindfulness of like everything that I'm going through, I stand the chance at turning my life around if I just kind of steer into the skid, so to speak. Right. So, I mean, I think that, like, I can definitely agree. Um, Fear has always held me back from absolutely living the life that I want to live. 100%. I'm constantly afraid of failing. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid... I'm afraid of everything, you know? (laughs) Like, when... I mean, there's just so much. Like, there really, really is. You know, but... I think that at times it will hold me back from even trying. And that is just sad, Um, you know, but it happens. It happens to a lot of people. And, you know, like I really like what you said about like leaning into it and, you know, switching your perspective. Mm -hmm. Like if I... Like, I'm at a point where I'm able to recognize when fear creeps up, right? And instead, like, my perspective is, oh, like, I'm, when it creeps up, like, I'm going to take action anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take action. And, you know, that's ultimately, like, what's going to get me different results. Right. Like, you know, doing yeah. the same thing. It's expect- the same results right yeah (laughs) that's i mean that's all i mean for for me and i know for a lot of people like when you come into to early recovery your reasons for entering recovery are are you know could be very similar to some and could be very different i've seen a lot of people coming in just to please the court systems or or like i can't stop smoking weed for probation and i need to be somewhere that's going to hold my hand for six months so that i can get done with this and move past it and go back to smoking weed. And then some you have that, that really want to come in and like are just beaten down to the point to where they really want to change their lives. And so, you know, for all of them, you know, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily, well, I mean, I I guess it is very, it's very imperative whether you want to continue to do the same thing or not like if you want to get something different out of your life then you have to do different things and a lot of that means confronting those fears um you know fuck for me i mean you hit on failure for me like i i've i've developed a routine where i fail very consistently now and you know a lot of people would say well what the fuck ethan like that sounds stupid but like that's 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 my way of keeping myself uncomfortable. That's my way of keeping myself like broadening my horizons. That's my way of keeping myself like trying things that I'd really like to try but like have just not really wanted to do because I'm afraid that you know like how are people going to judge me if I put this out there and broadcast it and fucking fall flat on my face? Right. Like what are people going to think? Yeah, which is you know, that's garbage. Like, you know, you know that's like, one of the biggest ones. Yeah. But it's 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 one of those things that, you know, when you begin to do the internal inventory, like you figure out these things that have just been roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And like, yeah, you know, I want to fucking stop getting loaded all the time. But do I want to like really make the change that's necessary and put in the work? Like, it's not about just about getting a nine-to-five job and fucking staying sober and staying, like, or staying dry. I shouldn't say sober. It's about thriving. Yeah, and it's about, like, recreating or re-embracing the person that's already there or the person that you want to be and, you know, leaving the person and the mindset and the habits and the tendencies of the person that used where they were and that's in the past you know and so by doing that like you know if i feared 
fear or feared failure or fear, feared success and active addiction, like in sobriety, those are things that I have to look at and choose to change. Otherwise, I'm not really changing the way that my brain works, you know, and I'm ultimately not changing the way that my life looks. In which case, like, you know, I'm not really changing anything except I haven't put a drink or a drug in my body and and that's that's just not enough for us yeah like you know just staying sober or dry like isn't enough like truly doing the work and recreating like the inside of self is is what it takes for most people yeah um and it's definitely like what i want to do like i am not perfect like I still deal with fear and I think that that's why um you know this is going to be a good episode Mm -hmm. because we you know we don't have all the answers I do like want to say that but like we definitely have gotten through some of these things and you know I think that like I definitely have a burning desire to like work through these fears and take action mm-hmm. even and especially when it makes me uncomfortable yeah you know because that's i feel like that's ultimately like how you go to the next level yeah. in life because there are so many like fears and false belief systems that keep us stuck. It keeps us in this little corner. Right. You know? And that's not that's not becoming the best version of self if you stay there. Right. You know? So it's like how how do I get rid of those negative beliefs mm-hmm. and start, you know, doing the uncomfortable yeah like you first have to recognize it yeah a lot of times um well i think square one is 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 admitting to yourself that like i don't want to fucking live like this anymore like even if you're out of active addiction and you're still in sobriety but you fucking are miserable with your nine to five and you like you know, you hang around some negative people and, and, and it doesn't even have to be like, oh, I can't stop putting a needle on my arm. You know, it can be just... I'm just not happy. Yeah, I'm just not happy. Like, you know, having that come to Jesus moment where you like realize like, fuck, you know, like this isn't it. Yeah. You know, like this can't be it. That's 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 like finding your, your tender and your fucking uh, steel and wool and you're finally have the the pieces to light the fire to put you in that position to poise yourself to traject towards the life that you really want to have like i remember you know when i was working at publix which was you know my first recovery job um and I remember having been there for a couple of years and just, you know, I used to be happy and really like enjoy work and it just like gradually got to a place where like I wasn't enjoying it at all. Um, And I'm like, you know, there's there's so much more that I have been creative for than just this. Right. Um, You know, and it, I really you know, developed a strong desire for that and started to get over that fear and of thinking, you know, maybe I'm not, like, really good enough to find anything else or to find, you know, a job that I love. I, you know, those were thoughts that I definitely used to have. Um, and as I sort of, like combated the fear and started to believe in myself you know 
definitely took some confidence building and right. a lot of esteemable acts. Yeah. Um, but I finally reached a place where it was like, I know that I'm made to help people in recovery. And like, I know that that is the only reason why I got through all of my very, very dark days. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, it went so fast after I like got over the fear that I was like in a offered a position and took it that I love, you know, where I have a lot of meaning and purpose and, you know, I get to go to work every day, but it doesn't usually feel like work. Right. You know, but I had to get over the fear first. Right. And I had to like, you know, crush that belief system that like, I'm not good enough. Right. Because if I don't believe in me, why is anybody else going to believe in me? 100%. That's heavy. Yeah. But, you know, so that's always like one of the first steps for me. And, you know, it's like you start to believe in yourself and you, you know, go up a level. But these fears can, like, resurface. And it's like, you know, work that we have to do every day. Right. Well, that just means you're... That just means you're progressing. Right. as, As fear pops up a little bit more often and more often that means you're inching your way out of disc or out of that comfortable bubble that you need to get away from and you're exposing yourself to new situations that you're not used to which for me is a good thing you know i mean being able to put myself out there and and do different things and try new stuff is 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 how i know like okay at least i'm not sitting stagnant you know, because if I'm sitting stagnant, I'm really moving backwards. Like there's there's no no real way about it. Like you know, I have to be moving forward, or else I'm not moving at all. There's no growth. Right. And another thing I kind of want to touch on, just from your public story, is 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 that that level of like, you know, we we read in the big book that that becoming irritable, discontent, and, or restless, irritable, and discontent is is a bad thing and and it definitely has the power to be or has the potential to be if you give it that sort of power but you know it also can be one of those things that gives you that little revelation that something has to change like if i do a proper first step and i take using off the table and i like concede to my innermost self that like this is what i'm going to do and i make the the stronghold fucking decision that i'm not going to get high anymore then all of a sudden like restless, irritable, and discontent isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just my higher power poking me saying, hey, like it's time to evolve. It's time to grow. Like you're, you're, you're outgrowing this phase in your life, which has done you so much good. You know, it's, it's been beneficial. It's always going to be beneficial because anything you do in life, you can learn from. And if you don't learn from it, then you fucked up. Um, but you know, that being able to look at the situation like that instead of, you know, I know some of the guys that I work with become irritable and discontent. And to them, it's like, oh, all I can think about is this, this, the book says that I'm going to get high now. And then, you know, like <laughs> get that fucking shit out of your head. Like you're, you're, you're fall you're like falling back on these little canopies of, of like, you know, here's where it says that this is going to happen and that this is going to fuck me up. And so I fall into that mindset, but I have to, I have to change that. I have to change the way that I look at that. Yeah. It's, it's literally like your perspective really governs everything, you know? Yeah. Like if I have the perspective that when I am restless and irritable and discontent, that it's time for me to just grow and, you know, find something more to do that adds more meaning to my life. Yeah. 
then I'm just going to keep growing. Right. Now, all of, but, a, all of a sudden, being restless, irritable, and discontent is one of the greatest things that could have happened to you because it pushed you into the next level of your life. Right. But if I'm looking at it like, oh, you know, there's nothing, I'm just going to get high because that's what the book says, then, A, I'm probably not going to try. Right. And, B, yeah. like... You know, a lot of times when people get restless, irritable, and discontent, I, I they develop a lot of self-pity. Yeah. And that is a form of fear. Yeah. You know? Um, just as insecurities, jealousy, procrastination, uh-huh. dishonesty. Like, it's all fear. Yeah. Um... You know, so it's like, do you have a perspective that is serving you and helping you go to the next level Mm -hmm. in life? And like, if the answer is no, then you need to develop a a new perspective. Yeah. And that's... Because that, I mean, your perspective determines your happiness. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, hands down, like your, your perspective is what 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 your life looks like. You know, like how what you, like how you think about a situation is only what that situation means to you in your head. You know, if I look at a situation where a vending machine stole my dollar and, and I just all of a sudden lost a fucking dollar and I'm pissed that the vending machine stole my dollar, like you know, I can either look at it as like, oh fuck, I lost a whole dollar. We're like, okay, well, I just cut a whole soda can out of my diet. Like, you know what I mean? Being able, and, and, and a lot of that comes towards, like, being able to focus on gratitude. Yeah, you know? gratitude and joy. Yeah. Um, you know, like, it's just very, very easy to, like, look. You can either look at the good and magnify that, or you can look at the bad and magnify that but ultimately like you're doing one or the other and i'll be honest like most days i do really good and i look i magnify the good Mm. i look for the good you know working in recovery like you also look for the good for other people when they're struggling you have to point those things out but you know, do I have days where it's like one bad thing will happen and I'll like get into a bad attitude kind of headspace and then like, you know, another bad thing seems to happen after that and it just sort of unravels that way mm-hmm. that it's like one thing leads to another which leads to another and... It's really, like, my perspective Yeah. that, like, you know, I'm not looking at it the right way. Right. So if you focus on one bad thing, it's very easy to pinpoint all the other bad things. But if you focus on one good thing, it's very easy to pinpoint all the other good things. It goes back to the yellow car in traffic. You know what I mean? Like, you can figure out, you can drive down the road and count all the yellow cars, but if you didn't look for a red car... Or you didn't think to look for a red car, you can't. You probably never even saw one, right? You know, and so it's 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 all it's all a uh, it's it's trying to develop the mental. I don't I don't really even know. Like developing the mental faculties that empower you. No matter what that looks like, it doesn't matter if you believe something that's super far fetched and like no, you know, if you were to tell somebody like I believe this, and you know, you get ridiculed for it. Like if that's what gives you power in your life to do the things that you need to do, and and without kind of taking away from, you know, the other like the other people around you, or like you know, stepping on the toes of our fellow men. Like, if you, if you believe that fucking flowers are the higher power and that's what makes you feel like your potential is unlocked and you can put a lot of faith in a fucking daylily 
getting you through the day without resentments and without, you know, attacking people, then like, yo, power to you. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters what you think because ultimately that's what's going to dictate your level of success and your level of abundance and joy and happiness in life. So why don't you tell tell me a little bit about like, a false belief that you had that like wasn't serving you and then like how did you kind of change that in to like replace it with something that does serve you like you were just saying well so i can tell you a very very large one and it was it was my first six months coming through the program I had worked the steps and I worked them on a surface level, but I didn't really believe that the big book could actually free me or I didn't believe that the steps could actually free me from the grips of addiction. I just thought, you know, like this is something I'll do until I figure out what works for me and how I can, you know, manipulate the program to to fit my agenda and you know, ultimately ended up getting high after that because I, you know, that was a very limiting belief. And, you know, I ended up going back out for, you know, a couple weeks, smoked a couple doobies, you know, really threw six months worth of hard work down the fucking drain and very quickly came back. And, and I still, after all that, wasn't very convinced you know, especially after that, I guess I should say, I wasn't very convinced that, like, you know, the, the steps are, are the way to, like, you know, unlocking your your freedom from addiction. And so I went through every other fucking possible avenue that I could think of. And this was when I started investing in, like, Tony Robbins books and reading Eckhart Tolle and, and, and reading all these other stoic philosophies and 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 fucking Taoism and Hinduism and Buddhism and fucking you know all all the different isms and you know ultimately ended up spending probably a couple thousand dollars in books and really spent a bunch of time reading and and trying to indulge in all this information that was being given to me until finally I you know quickly put the pieces to the puzzle together that these are all really the same beliefs. It's, it's, it's really the same sort of structure. If you look through any Tony Robbins program or anything like that, you know, you can, you, the steps are a little out of whack, but it's the same principles. It's, it's, it's about, you know, figuring out your limiting beliefs, your destructive behaviors, all these things, writing it down on paper, you know, and really making a valid attempt at trying to do the opposite and live the opposite and pull yourself out of this destructive layer of, of just fucking let me throw my life away. And, you know, after I found all these other resources that really verified that like, you know, hey, you know, I can, there are people who are paying $10,000 for a Tony Robbins program when like, the same shit is right here in this fucking big book. And if you <laughs> if you go to one of these fucking meetings and raise your hand and ask for somebody to sponsor you, you can get all of that for free. And that yeah. and that is when it really changed my belief system to where like, you know, I, I just didn't believe in the big book. And so me not believing in the big book or me believing in the program like was never going to work. If I don't believe it, I'm not giving it the ability to to actually like prove itself in my day-to-day life. But when I read all these other pieces of literature that basically validated that this is the same fucking thing, you have to make the same changes, like whether you just want to be successful or spiritually fit or or unlock a whole new level of abundance or or even fucking align your chakras, it doesn't really matter, but they all say the same thing. And that's when I really like changed the way that I looked at at the 12-step program and after doing that was able to practice you know the steps at a higher level of like discipline and 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 you know just attack them optimistically 
And then what do you know? Like, the promises actually fucking came true, and they actually worked. And that's because I changed the way that I believed. You know what I mean? Like, I went from a very limiting belief that this this ain't gonna fucking help me. You know, don't care what you say. Just because a couple people got sober because they read a book and fucking raised <laughs> their hands in some meetings and shared what's going on in their life, it's not gonna work for me. To, you know, finding... The things that stacked up that proved it to be pretty valid and many different avenues of 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 just self-improvement like wanting to be successful in life and boom all of a sudden it unlocks the fucking the vault yeah you know it it changes your perspective yeah like how do you change your perspective yeah working the steps is Mm -hmm. a really really just guaranteed way right to change your perspective but you also have to believe that that it's it's a roadmap towards changing yourself and you have to also really have the conviction that i'm going to you know i'm not just going to walk in and say what's up i'm ethan i'm an addict you know i'm powerless and my life's unmanageable like we all fucking know that that doesn't mean you did a first step you know what I mean? There's so many different layers to each and every one of the steps. And it's not just like, let me scratch the surface and cross off the boxes and fly through these in, in two months and think that I'm capable of sponsoring people. You know, it's like really unlocking like, yo, I got to do some real deep work. And within each and every one of these, like, yeah, it's a simple fucking program. But it's also like, you know, are we simple people? God, no. No. <laughs> you know, so is it, is it going to be just as simple as me walking in and saying I'm powerless over alcohol and all of a sudden, like, you know, I fucking did my first step? Like, no. You know, I mean, everybody fucking knows that. My mom knew that before I ever knew it. Poor grandma. She didn't, though. <laughs> <laughs> she probably could have fixed me if she would have told me that, though, a long time ago. Right. I mean, I had, you know, a similar experience, like, when I came in, I was like, you know, they can't work for me. Um, I, I'm sure that I am more fucked up than all of these people that they have worked for. Right. You know, but I was just desperate enough to try anyway because life was so, so bad. And I just wanted a little bit of relief. Right. And, like, I remember sitting in Starbucks. I had a sponsor who took me page by page um, through the big book. And we were reading in Starbucks. And I remember reading about the ninth step of men's and just crying because I was like, damn, like, it. I didn't think it was going to work for me, but, like, it did. Yeah. It really, like, actually worked. And the promises are already starting to come true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, all I had was the belief that it had worked for someone else. Right. And it ended up being enough. Yeah. Until I was able to fully believe in them myself through having my own experience and awakening and perspective change as a result of the steps. Yeah. And, like, I tell people all the time, like, I think that we were so lucky because we actually, like, have a program and a design for living. Like, what do we do when shit gets hard? Like, we have a system. It's, like, built in. Like, you know, there's work that we can go do. Like, gosh, I look at other people sometimes and I'm like, you know, some normies. I'm like, you need a fucking program. Bless your heart. You need, you need to do a fourth step. Let me find you a sponsor real quick. Yeah. I don't care if you're an addict or not. Yeah. You got fucking problems. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. We all have problems. The only difference is that we have, we have a solution. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's definitely life or death for us to, take advantage of the fact that there is a solution you know like it's 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 almost tragic to see the people that come in and you know are are just beaten to a pulp 
and just continue to go out there because they think that it's you know this is just there's there's no way like I'm hopeless and it's like I you know I wish I could fucking share my experience with everybody and that's that's why I, I'm extremely grateful for this podcast and the opportunity to be able to at least you know to whoever chimes in and listens you know maybe fucking say something that can change your perspective or or help you like look at things a little bit differently but you know it's 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 tough seeing all the people that come in and think that there's just no answer yeah you know because there there is and you know unfortunately if you don't believe it you know you're not gonna find it yeah that's that is the very sad part yeah you know, but... It's just like why they say, why the second step says, we came to believe in a power greater than ourselves. Not like we compromised and just figured, oh, okay, like, you know, that's cool. You know, Yeah. Like, I you mean, know. I, ha- I have a friend who did everything right. Mm-hmm. She, she did all of the steps thoroughly. I mean, went to meetings every day, called her sponsor every day, sponsored other women. Like, she did everything. But she left out, like, the prayer part. And she never fully believed in something. Right. She was too busy, like, trying to define it. Yeah. And she went back out. She made it back. Yeah. And is figuring all that out now. Um... But, like, there's so much power in just, when you just quit trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, I will never be able to really know what my higher power looks like or is like 100%. Like, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I have an idea of what it means to me. And, like the bigger part of it is just believing like stop trying to define it yeah and just just get to a place where you have some faith and belief right yeah that's that matters a lot more that's like you know not 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 how the book defines it but that's like a, a a different way of looking at like you know i'm dropping a rock so instead of carrying like the world on my shoulders and the way everything's supposed to fucking happen to be my my outcome and 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 fit me and suit me and and to benefit me like you're you're allowing things to just be the way that they fucking are and like that's a big weight let off of your chest when you all of a sudden like don't have to be responsible for whether it fucking rains or not today you know, like, whether it rains or not, I still got to get up, put my shoes on, fucking go out and do the things I got to do. So, you know, I can't let little things like that that are out of my control hinder me from moving forward. And, you know, it's if, if you just look at it like it's all a part of a bigger plan, at least that gives you the comfort of being able to do so with exactly yeah with with the thought in mind like this is how this is supposed to be happening right don't know how might not know for fucking seven years but like this is what's supposed to be happening right and you know a lot of times like i will say to myself and to others like okay this is how it's supposed to happen this is what is supposed to happen and it does not make any sense to me right now right now all i feel is pain Mm -hmm. or confusion but it doesn't matter because i trust the powers that be the universe god like i trust those things and i do believe that like five years from now i will look back and it'll make a little bit more sense than it does right now. Mm-hmm. It may even be one of those things that I look back and feel immense gratitude for. Right. Like, because we really just don't know what mm-hmm. tomorrow holds. Yeah. But when you have a belief that he's got you. He's got you. You know. Or she. Absolutely. Or, or the flower. But you got, you know... <laughs> You've got some peace and some comfort and you'd be amazed at at what it will really, really do for you. 
Uh, for those who are just starting out, like, I feel you. I wasn't connected at all when I started. Most of us aren't. But just doing the little things, like getting on your knees every day, and all of the other things that your sponsor tells you to do uh, pertaining to prayer or meditation, like they really do build up. And, you know, I didn't have a belief when I started really, Um, you know, like I, I definitely didn't pray or go to church or anything. And my sponsor told me to get on my knees every morning and every night and pray. And so I did. Um, You know, and like three and a half years later, like, wow. You know, that is the greatest relationship in my life. Mm -hmm. And it has just grown immensely into something I never thought it could be. Um, you know, I'm able to feel and see things and just know that like that, that is my higher power guiding me. Um, you know, you're able to handle the situations that baffle you Mm -hmm. with grace and intuition you know, that's definitely something bigger than just me. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, I feel like that about wraps up the episode. Well, I think also we should quickly touch on, like, I, I know that people are going through a lot of uncertainty in these times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like... How do I stay in a good mental space during these difficult times? You know, there are some like, like what are the daily tasks that you can do, you mm-hmm. know, that are helping you? That's, I mean, my, the, the daily tasks that are helping me now are the same daily tasks that I've had really since day one. I mean, nothing's nothing's changed too much because of COVID. Um, you know, I got to get some exercise. When when gym shut down, I I am not a fucking runner. I don't care to run. But you know, for a good two months there, I would get my ass to a park. I would put in some good music, and I would fucking. I wouldn't say run. I'd, I'd sprint a good 10, 15 yards, take my shirt off, and walk around sweaty for the next hour. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, I guess in a way, that's that's me connecting with nature. Um, that was me kind of unplugging from, you know, the, the day-to-day life. When you work in recovery, you have to have different outlets to be able to, like, unplug and decompress and so exercise has always been a very big one because that's that's an hour out of my day that I'm giving to myself outside of my meditation and my prayer and my morning and nightly routine where I'm really kind of centering myself and and I'm and I'm practicing disciplines that you know inevitably help me throughout the day trying to run for any extended period of time or really even like 20 seconds altogether is a huge discipline for me so I mean it was it was practicing these little disciplines to make sure that I'm staying you know in in control of of my mind and my body and making sure that I'm navigating things the way that I need to navigate instead of you know living off of fear that you know COVID had produced for a lot of people um and Mm. and other than that it's it's staying network savvy and you know i mean i'm constantly on the phone i'm constantly reaching out to people um you know putting a bunch of different things out there where i'm connecting with a lot of different people than than i usually do um you know which is 
a very cool level of life to be in to where you're not necessarily like you know having to develop your network because you need these people to fucking stay sober to where you're like developing this network because you're interested in and learning some new things about a different sort of industry or a different field that you know nothing about and being able to connect with people who this is their expertise um so being able just to socialize through covid was you know imperative and luckily there's linkedin and all the other platforms to kind of help you be able to do that and and cultivate new relationships um and that's definitely been very helpful for me also spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to fucking work a webcam and and trying to set up this podcast and had had plenty of time and plenty of things that I wanted to accomplish where COVID just kind of happened and the the little bit of spare time that I had was perfect for me to start attacking things that I'd been wanting to attack but just used being too busy all the time as an excuse to not attack. Absolutely. Like, and that just goes back to, like, perspective. You know? Like, I have the same perspective like I remember two weeks into like quarantine I'm like this is great like I am getting I'm getting to do so much more for me and like my self-development you know that I didn't have time to do before right like I got to you know totally reconstruct my morning routine which you know allows me to start the day feeling fulfilled Mm -hmm. I've gotten to really like put more work into the foundation and start this podcast um, which is a prime example of something I really wanted to do but was too afraid to do it Um, you know there are a lot of things in my life like that and just you know approaching them with like i'm just going to do the things i'm afraid of yeah if it makes me uncomfortable like i'm just going to do it yeah um because i'd rather fail than not try at all you know but i think that i have stayed in a good headspace through these tough times like most of it is my perspective i look for the good Mm -hmm. like you know i'm sure there are lots of families that get to spend more time with their kids i'm sure that you know like that people who are new that step work you've been putting off like i bet you have the time to do it now you know, like, maybe the powers that be were trying to tell us something. Mm-hmm. Maybe our attention was going to all of the wrong things. And maybe we just needed to take a step back and, you know, spend more time with our families or focus, you know, on our own personal development or our recovery, or what have you. Yeah. You know, they're like, you just have to approach the situation and look for the good, and then you'll find more good. Yeah. Um, but other things that have helped me, you know, like I talked about my morning routine, um, so gratitude, prayer, meditation, um, you know, writing a gratitude and a joy list, um, has definitely helped it keeps me right sized um you know and and it puts me in that perspective where I'm looking for the good so I'm if I start my day writing about the good then the chances are I'm going to see more good things happen um and I'm a lot better equipped to handle something bad if it occurs um another thing for me And I learned this the hard way, but was, um, like continuing to get dressed and ready because, you know, like you look good, you feel good, you know, showing up the way, the way that I want to really show up, 
And there were definitely the first couple of weeks, I was like, nah, I don't need makeup. Nah, I'll just wear... I'm still wearing cut-off t-shirts every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll just wear workout clothes again today for, like, the 10th day in a row. Um, and that's all fine, but for me, like, I'm, I don't feel as good with showing up that way as I do if I, you know, do my hair, my makeup, and put on something you know, that makes me look nice and feel good. Like, it's not usually something super dressy. Um, But just, like, going into the day, like, looking good and feeling good. Um, You know, that really has helped a lot. Um, You know, and I, I think also just, like, using this time for growth. Like, we've all got a little bit more extra time. So... What what can we do with it that's, like, going to benefit us in the future? Yeah. You know, what personal development can I do? Or who can I help? You know, helping, helping others, of course, is, you know, something that always ends up helping me as well. But, you know, just looking for the bright side and trying to grow um that about wraps it up for me uh we thank you guys so much for being with us today um again if you have anything that you would like to hear topic wise please reach out and let me know we would definitely like to explore the topics that you guys would like to hear absolutely and if anybody's struggling with any sort of covid related uh upsets please don't hesitate to reach out we are here for you guys and you guys only um absolutely if anybody needs to extend their network if anybody needs a little bit of support just moral support if you're looking for new ways to grow maybe some different avenues that we've gone down and experienced that, that have helped us personally, please reach out. We would love to divulge all the information that we have. Um, you know, we're, we're ultimately just here to help. Absolutely. You know, and if you feel, also if you just feel like you need somebody to tell you what the bright side is, because sometimes that's hard for me to see especially if I'm like angry or (laughs) upset like I don't see what the bright side is you know and that's where my network and my sponsor are super super imperative yeah so yeah rock bottom foundation we thank you for another episode we hope y'all all stay safe join us next week for more fun shit (laughs) Thanks, guys.